0: Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Chaf Gimel, Pasuk Yud Tes Hine Saras Hashem. So we saw yesterday we are in the middle of a relentless attack by Yirmiyahu on the Niv'ei Shekel, the false prophets, and again you cannot overestimate the significance these people had, the impact they had, and how Yir is basically convinced that if his mission fails, which it ultimately does because he does not get the people to do tshuva, it is exactly because of these false prophets telling the people, don't worry, nothing's gonna happen, just do what you're doing, keep your lifestyle the way you have, you don't need to do radical tshuva. And so your Miyohu is just totally frustrated. And again, we stress that these neviyeh Sheker were not, you know, eccentric lunatics on the street, buttonholing people. They were very sophisticated. They were religious. They observed Torah, otherwise there would have been no credibility. But they very skillfully, articulately presented an opposing viewpoint that was checker, that was a lie, that totally made impossible anything Yer was trying to do. And we're going to see today that the Nabi delineates three methods employed by these people. Uh, We're going to cover each one, but basically they are one, the Navi, or the Navi Sheker rather, who has a dream, a vision. He gets a dream, he interprets the dream, and from that dream comes his prophecy. It is totally false. The second is a Navi Sheker who, by very clever imitative powers, and we're going to see a perfect example of that, appropriates the teaching of a legitimate Navi, uses the verbal style, the the verbal cadence, and completely distorts the message. And third is the Navi Shekha the Abarbanel describes as the most dangerous one, the one who has a gift of articulateness, a gift of... um, being able to be an orator and to declaim his position. A very dangerous, if not the most dangerous kind of Navi Shekha. So now the Kaddish Baruch is saying, or Yimri is saying, vengeance is coming on these disruptive Nevi Shekha. So we begin with your test. The anger of the Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to come out like a, a torrent of wind. And it will rest on the heads of these evil Nevi'e Lo yoursva fahem ara Kimo Mismos Libo, the Kuttersburg will not relent on his anger and vengeance until he is fulfilled exactly what his plan is in his heart, but A Haymin and you will understand it in the Akris Hayamim, at a later date, most probably the Messianic era. You will understand just what the Kaddish Baruch Hu's strategy was and why he did what he had to do. Continues the Navi on Chav Aleph. And now he 's turning to these nevier Sheker, I never sent these nevim, the haim but they run to give Nevius lo nibo. I never spoke to them, and they're prophesying away and if they really understood the secrets of the Kaddish Baruch and what he was trying to convey, the Yashmiyud Ami. He would have conveyed my words to the nation, the Yashuva Midar Kom Hora, and return them from their evil path, um, and from the sinfulness of their transgressions. In other words, their philosophy, as we've seen, is live and let be, don't worry, you're doing fine. You tell them what they want to hear. Hello, hey, aninu, God says, am I a God who um, is only near, the low eloheime rechok, and not a distant, in other words, I can only judge and see and administer that which is close to me, but I can't, from where I am in the heavens, um, exact vengeance, administer justice, of course it's ridiculous. That proposition, you know, the Kaddish Baruch, there's no finite to the Kaddish Baruch, he's not bounded by time or space. Can a man conceal himself in secrecy and I don't see it? No, No, Hashem. I fill the earth and the heavens again. There is no <coughs> finitude to me. I transcend space, I transcend time. I have heard what these Nevi'im are saying, who prophesy in my name, lies. And this is the first one we discussed. A dream. I've had a dream. I have had a prophecy. How long do these dreams stay in the heart of the Navi and stay within him? Do they really think that the nation uh, will be misled by their dreams? that they say in my name, that one just tells to each other, oh, it will be forgotten just as quickly as your fathers forgot me when the Baal came. Why wouldn't, if you're a meow, why wouldn't Hashem allow people to really see the difference between the Navi Sheker and the legitimate Navi? No, Hashem, He's expressing like frustration here that you have these people who, who are, you know, who claim to prophesize and are not prophesizing. But why is it left to the ordinary Jew to make, make the determination sense. about who is a real loving and who's not? The truth is. The Torah gives a very specific set of principles how you can tell. There are ways you can tell when a halom is false, the way you can tell when a prophecy is false. They choose not to take it in a way it makes sense. Would you rather hear your meal every day telling you're all going to die, your carcasses are going to be left on the earth, as opposed to someone saying, you're doing fine, the Kaddish Baruch Hu isn't coming to get you, live your life? It's the people's choice, as it were. But there's a very definite set, as we're going to see soon. How you can tell he's a Navi Sheker? You can make the judgment. So, and continue, and here's the way. Can you compare? You can tell. That's what the Kurdish says. You can tell a dream that is false. A person can tell when a Navi Sheker is making a prophecy that's based on a dream that is like, happenstance that has no certainty to it uh, and of course does not come true. So that these Navi's who are doing this, let them tell their Chaloms, their dreams. But the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the dream, the prophecy is Emes. How can you compare the chaff to the real wheat kernel. but the Navi is saying is so transparent, the Navi Shekha, that you can see the difference. You can see what is a real vision of prophecy. We know there are guidelines for it, as opposed to what's a dream I had. We should be able to see it. kowaraiishnu mashem are not my words like fire who for say cellar like a hammer breaking a cellar. There is a very discernible difference between the dream dreamed by a Navi sheker and is supposed to be a basis for a prophecy and what a real navi prophesies. Lohe therefore says the cut sfu. Hineni ahana veim numa shem migan ve'drorai ishme esreyu who steals my words is to um, each to his neighbor Hineni ahana veim moror ai am going to avenge on the veim says our brother holy him show num interesting phrase who appropriate others' language. As we said, speak in their name, we see that they, they can, they're good mimics. They can emulate the style of a Yisha and Yuriahu and speak in the phraseology and the Gemara in Sanhedrin Daf Peites, Ahmed Allah gives us a perfect example of this. Let us read it together. We know that, and we will see further, we discussed it yesterday, one of the most successful Neviye checker was Hananya ben Azur. We're going to have a whole chapter on him. And one of his skills, of course, he was a real Navi at one time, and goes over to the dark side, and is a master, imitator, or mimic of style. Let's read this. Um, one is going to get the death penalty on prophecies that which were not said to him, but were said to another prophet, Kagong, Hananya Benazur, who lived in the days of Yumyo, and his prophecy was that the Babylonian exile that Yumyo was so obsessive about just would not come to pass. So how did Hananya say this? What was the basis for his assurance? Koamar Hashem. This is your Miyo, He was standing in the upper marketplace of Jerusalem, and he said, Koamar Hashem, hinini Es Keshet elam. I am about to break the strength of Elam. Elam was a minor nation province that was in the jurisdiction now of Bavel. I am gonna break them. Nosel So Hananiah out of this speech drew a Kalvachomer. He overheard it and he makes his own Nevua. Ma Elam, Shaloba, Elalazar, Bavel, Elam, which came and fought against Israel only against Israel all, it was a tiny principality. Omar baruchu baruchu ilam, nevertheless, the Kaddish Baruch says, I am about to break the strength of Elam, appropriating the same lusham as Yemi Yahu. Then Kazdim Alachas Vakama, how much more so that Kaddish Baruch intention will be to break the Babylonians themselves. And so he then, ato ihu he now comes in the lower place, lower market of Yushalayim, Koach Amar Hashem, Koamar Hashem shibarti es almelech bavel. I have broken the yoke of Bavel. He takes the same language, same phraseology, stands in the lower marketplace instead of the upper marketplace, and totally Misappropriates your So we see that's the second kind, the very imitative Navi. And again, he was not a a a um, a low-life moron. He was a very articulate, learned, respected Bentoro, who, as we say, was a Navi originally. Moreover, says the Navi. Um the furthermore, I am on the November of the their false streams, the Hashem, V'yisaprim, V'yitiam, U'asami, B'Shekrim, they tell over these false streams to the people with their lies, with their treachery, I didn't send them, I didn't v'lozivisem, I didn't command them, And they will be of no help, they will be of no usage. Um, And if someone comes to you and says, uh, either a navi, a kohen, a a citizen, what is the masa of Hashem? You must explain here, masa has a dual meaning. Masa is one of the ten forms of prophecy, but here masa is in its usual context a burden. And so, what the people were saying is, what do we need this burden that your Mio is giving us? Change our ways, change our lives, change us not. It's a burden. And here the Nevi'e Shekhar are saying, you don't have to do it. And everybody asks, what is the burden that you are carrying? And if they are telling you this is the burden, that the prophecy is a burden on you, it's an imposition, I will visit vengeance on that man and his house. And thus they will say, What is the How does the Kurdish Baruch answer? this argument that everything he imposes on a burden. And we do not want to remember that it's, or hear that it is a burden. Because what you are doing is you are making it a burden. You are converting it to a burden. It's an unpleasantness and you are flouting it and you are Reversing what the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, Kosamara Samaral Ma'encha Hashem umadi Be'er Hashem So ask the Navi, what is the Kaddish? What is the message of the Kaddish Baruch Hu? We will not consider it a burden. The Masa, but if we do, if we say, we don't want to do this, Hashem tomu Hashem Ya just for the very fact that you say the prophecies of the Kaddish Baruch Hu are a burden. I don't want to do that. I don't Feel like doing it. Remember, also, it's a good point to point out the basic military strategy of Yirmi is surrender, give in. This is the Kaddish Baruch's will. Uh, you're going to go into exile. It's not going to be a terrible exile. It's going to be a time-limited exile. Go. It is the best way to purify yourself. While the Neviya Shekhar is saying, no, the Kaddish Baruch isn't even going to bring you to that situation. You don't have to do that. Furthermore, says in and I will send to you the Prophet's message. It is not a burden to you. And if not, I will render desolate the city which I gave you to your fathers before me. I will visit upon you the humiliation of eternity, and the death of the punishment, which you will never forget if you consider this burden and you continue to listen to the lying words of the Navi Sheker. Muzah 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, a more uplifting, promising message of salvation. I-